0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The
1: doctor is in the house.
2: The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to 1. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call in to the show today and talk with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum.
0: Hey. Good afternoon. Hi, this is
3: Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Health forum. You know, we've been talking about a number of different health issues, and today I really want to get the listeners to pay attention. This is going to be interesting. We're talking about energy medicine in the 21st century, and what there's so many different things going on in medicine right now. I was even just at election this morning talking about cannabis and CBD oils and all these different things, and I'm going, oh, man, just another thing in medicine that uh, doctors need to keep track of. But we're talking right now about energy medicine and I've got a guest online with us, uh, Gene Barnett, who's an engineer who develops a lot of these technologies, helps bring these things into the patients into the uh, forefront of of physician practices so patients can get access to these things. We've got a number of different things to talk about and some of the new and innovative things that are coming out and this all applies back to energy medicine. Gene, are you online?
4: Yes, I am, doctor. How are you? I'm good.
3: Thank you, Gene. Thank you for calling in. So, Gene, we've had, you've had a number of different devices, and I've been privy to a lot of those in the office and have used a number of them over the years. The one that kind of excites me a lot is the ultraviolet light machine. Now, this is right. one that we've used for multiple types of chronic infections, even for chronic fatigue, and even for acute infections. I mean, I've seen somebody with mono. We saw him clear up within 24 hours with, um, with an ultraviolet radiation treatment, some homeopaths, and this guy was out and running and doing really well within 24 to 48 hours. Have you seen things like that, and what other types of uh, you know, explanations do you have for why we get such incredible results with this technology?
4: Well, uh, fortunately, God gave uh, viruses and bacteria a very weak outer shell. And um, the ultraviolet is able to penetrate that very easily as opposed to normal blood cells, red cells, white cells, etc. So what happens is when you use a proper dosage and, and duration, you will be able to actually penetrate that outer shell of the virus, uh, of the viral body, bacterial body, and you'll be able to deactivate their DNA and, and render them unable to replicate.
3: So you've got a, a device which we actually have to draw the blood out of the person, and you run it through really what is a, is a water purification, correct? I mean, water purifiers use ultraviolet light to purify their water for the exact reasons that you just said, and they can put that, we put the blood back into the body, and we change the environment of what's going on inside that patient. We've seen well, actually, where you, so you're activating white cells, so you're doing something for the for the immune system as well, Correct.
4: Right, you're actually uh, emboldening the immune system and you're uh, eliminating some of the pathogens that the immune system needs to address, so therefore the immune system becomes, figuratively speaking, stronger for whatever the real conditions are that affect you.
3: you know, we've looked at some of this technology, and although we call it uh, energy medicine of the 21st century, but we've seen these machines have been around for about 100 years or more, and we've actually seen them way back in the, in the... 20 early part of the 20th century. Do you do you recall when those things first came out?
4: Well, actually, Kurt Koasis back in the 1880s was the first one to use ultraviolet light in the treatment of disease. And then Nils Ryberg-Finson, as you may recall, won the Nobel Prize for Physiology of Medicine in 1903. Anybody can Google that on the, uh, on the Nobel website. And the uh, interesting thing about it is they say that it opened a new window in medicine, et cetera. And then along came, uh, it was a period of time where things were being developed and not, Emmett Knott uh, developed the what they called the hemoirradiator back in the 1920s, continued to perfect it into the 30s, patented. It's available on the USPTO website. It's in journals. Actually, that was grandfathered into use in the medical industry in the pre-1976 amendment is actually uh, a legally approved phototherapy device, and of course, as you know, um, some uh, some places they treat blood to eliminate the possibility of uh, uh, transferring uh, uh, pathogens to uh, through transf- trans, um, transfusions, and um, you know it's it's used in hospitals, food. Food treatment, sewage treatment, everything, and you can actually clean up the blood the same way. Well,
3: so so really, what well, the big question is: What happened to these machines? If we've had this technology for so long, where do the machines go? Because when I research this, you know, the research to the skeptics in the audience, to the research has actually been done, and there's multiple, multiple studies come out of Germany and Russia. Well, and we're looking that's... at this going. Where is where is the modern day? application of this and why was this technology lost and why is there so much of an effort to revive this technology back into modern practices?
4: Well, there's a group of businesses known as drug companies who developed antibiotics and back in the 40s and 50s when they came out with antibiotics there was this huge media uh, assault which said, we've conquered disease. I mean, if you look it up, you can see that, you know, they claim to have conquered disease by creating antibiotics, and there would be no more disease in the future. Well, since since uh, not labeled his machine the uh, um, the hemo irradiator, it wasn't a real great term to use back in those days. I think if he would have called it phototherapy device or something like that, it might have been, people might have not have had that initial standoffish reaction to it, Um, but the fact of the matter is at Hanneman Hospital in Philadelphia and other hospitals in the United States, and if you go into the the Library of Congress archives, there are numerous articles and research articles that show the effectiveness of this uh, treatment uh, before antibiotics and after, and of course, since it's difficult to put in a bottle and prescribe, uh, it's something that... um, you know, the drug companies and doctors, et cetera, would prefer to uh, ignore.
3: Great, so the ultraviolet light that we're talking about has different frequencies. We've got A, B, and C, so this is the spectrum of light. If you could explain a little bit further, what part of that light is that, and then what are you doing more so with even full-spectrum light devices?
4: Well, we have a new device that uses eight primary wavelengths, one in the UVC band, two in the UVA band, and they have different biological effects, different effects on the cells in the blood.
3: But these are light that comes from the sun, right? These are natural-based light.
4: Absolutely. So I mean, all, all light is, is is natural light. We don't see that light.
3: light. So it's beyond the spectrum of the visible light, correct?
4: Right. The only thing that you can see when you look at an ultraviolet bulb is some bluish, whitish glow that comes off of it that is extraneous wavelengths that are produced by the bulb just by the effect of uh, putting uh, a charge on the gas, you know, in the bulb, but uh, it's not the ultraviolet. Ultraviolet is invisible to the naked eye. That's correct.
3: And so these different frequencies, you mentioned A, B, and C, and their subtypes, they have different effects on particular aspects of infections and health. Can you elaborate on that a little bit?
4: Well, exactly. UBC is known as a germicidal band, and that's what's used. It's 253.7 nanometers, you know, for the science oriented people in the audience. And that's used for uh, disinfection in hospitals, sterilization, uh, food uh, processing and, and facilities, restaurants, uh, medical, like I said, medical use, uh, sewage treatment. Uh, in order to uh, kill the um, the pathogens it 's a wide spectrum, so it doesn 't care what the pathogen is relative to the body it doesn 't care whether it 's hep c it doesn 't care whether it 's uh, dengue fever it doesn 't care whether it 's uh, a strep throat it doesn 't care whether it 's a flu you know etc and then you have the um, UVA band which is really well known, and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of information on the um, you know the um, PubMed uh, websites, you know, that shows different studies with cells and cancer cells and things like that. And UVA is particularly effective uh, against cancer.
3: Well, that perked my ears up. So Jim, we can take a, a quick break here probably in the next uh, 30 seconds or so, but I just want to sort of put into uh, the you know, to listeners' minds as to what these actually are. So these are devices where you actually have tubes where, and you have a cuvette where the blood's going through and you have them very nicely situated right between those light bulbs where the peak amount of the energy will coalesce right in the center of that cuvette, activating the blood, killing off all of these infections. And then it goes out of the body, then back into the body. We can sometimes add ozone or other oxidative treatments to it as well. And then the patient actually, if they're healthy, will actually get a little bit extra boost and a little bit of zip in their step. And people that are are sick will actually come around and get over their infections a lot sooner. The question is you just have to have good good veins so you can get a good IV place in there. And there's still research going on and a lot of new things coming out with the amount of blood that we use. So we traditionally use only about two ounces of blood, but we're starting to, to use a little bit more. We know that we can overdo this as well with uh, excess amounts of, of blood being irradiated, and that's not helpful. But we actually find it safe, and we actually find it very therapeutic, and I think a lot of patients would agree with that as well. Gene would will be right. back with you here in about two minutes. We'll take a quick break.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jürgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com.
5: If you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past quantum functional medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases at qf med each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient empowered functional approach to treatment they also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo radiation or surgery and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring for more information go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616 you're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr.
2: Jürgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473.
3: Welcome back to the Functional Health Forum. This is Jürgen Winkler and we have Gene Barnett on the line with us here who is the developer of a, of a number of new devices for energy medicine in the 21st century. His company is called Advanced Light Devices. AdvancedLightDevices.com is his website, and we have him online talking about recently. Now, the first device that he has developed that I actually use is the ultraviolet blood irradiation device. And uh, these are against one devices that have been studied, have been utilized, and in, in energy medicine, we're looking at what energy are we using. So, this particular type of energy device was light. And another device that he's developed is a is a cold laser and i'll have gene gene explain to me a little bit more about what is a cold laser versus what we would maybe consider a hot laser what would the what would sort of a layman's perspective be on the description of these things
4: well actually the the laser that you know that we have is a you could call it a, a i mean it's really a class four laser it's a class two device according to the f d a but it's a uh, it's a hot laser in that you can feel heat from it, but it 's very comforting and mild i mean it 's a it 's a little bit of warmth, you know, kind of like a heating pad on medium, shall we say you know something that feels good or you know or a warm towel on your back. But what happens is the light penetrates deeply into the cells. We use this for injury repair we use it for photodynamic therapy uh, we use it for uh, uh, reversing neuropathy. Actually, we have studies indicating that you can completely reverse neuropathy and you can also, uh, even people with black toes, uh, their, uh, their feet have returned to normal color. Uh, this is an amazing thing. So it's not um, also for non-healing wounds, et cetera. But the the, the laser penetrates deeply into the body. It's uh, 980 nanometers, which goes uh, deep into the tissue. And what it does, basically, and it's similar to acupuncture in kind of sort of a way. I mean, that's not really a medical term, but <laughs> what it does is it it provokes a hypercirculatory, hyperinflammatory cellular response. And what happens is the body then rushes in the elements of the healing cascade to repair injury. A lot of the uh, UFC fighters uh, use our laser to recover quickly after, after uh, combat, uh, as well as uh, we're making some inroads in the, uh, the sports industry. And we actually have a new unit that we've been using with Arabian uh, uh, Arabian horses uh, to uh, repair their injury instead of using steroids and things like that to you know bring them to ultimate health and generally they win their championships. It's it's kind of an amazing thing to see. Well,
3: so you could use this then for a local type of treatment as well as a systemic treatment, correct? You can use it systemically, and how would you do that versus a local, because this is a handheld device, lights coming out of the end of it, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't, but how would you use it systemically, let's say for a chronic condition, chronic inflammation?
4: Well, for chronic inflammation, you would, uh, you would actually go to the areas that are of question the area of involvement we call it and you would uh, of course you can always you know use it on the spine to stimulate uh, uh, nerve activity uh, if you have a shoulder you use it on the shoulder or wrist for arthritis I mean you can reverse arthritis you can you can uh, cure um, carpal tunnel syndrome uh, if a person has arthritis uh, several treatments let's say over a four week period uh, It will will not be an issue anymore. Low back pain, a lot of people have low back pain. Um, You know, knees, injuries, things like that. We've had people that were scheduled for a knee replacement, did not need the knee replacement or hip replacement because the laser was able actually to stimulate healing and resolve the issue. Uh, Systemically, you can use it to... um, shall we say, activate photodynamic substances to uh, go after pathogens in in the body. I don't want to get too much into that um,
3: unless you want to. Well, actually, you know, Gina, you're quite the science guy, and I know that you can get very technical, a lot of things, and a lot of times it goes right over my head, and I just sort of look at you and smile. But uh, for general listeners, uh, they probably want to get an idea, you know, what you could do with lasers, and, you know, one, you come to the doctor's office to get a treatment. What about any portable devices? Are you doing anything with that?
4: Well, we have a, um, a, a portable device that we use orally, actually. You know, a lot of your listeners are probably familiar with sublingual uh, uh, substances. But we actually treat the blood as it flows through the capillaries and the buccal region of the mouth under the tongue. And we use two primary wavelengths for that. We also have a... Um, a liposomalized um, photoactivated substance, which can be triggered by this device. It's very gentle. It does, there's no pain. There's no tissue burn. There's none of that. But the patient can actually use this at home as a follow-up between treatments in your office, uh, shall we say, and um, just keep the, the, keep the treatment going. But it's something you can do at home. My, my wife uses one, uh, uses it every day.
3: Um so hmm. so let's go back to the to the laser per se. So you I I get solicited by different companies and they're going to say well we want you know this laser this frequency works for you know facial and cosmetic things and and this laser is going to work for you know for tendinitis and for joint related problems and this laser has this frequency. So your your device is different. What what's the difference compared to these others?
4: Well, our device is able to pulse at any pulse rate that you that you elect to use. We have pulse rates for neuropathy, tissue repair, you know even balancing you know emotional uh, 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 even correcting emotional imbalances, um, promoting collagen growth, promoting um, cellular activity, promoting circulation uh, I mean, we have you know probably ten thousand pulse rates um, listed um, you know that can be used for these various conditions, and that's the primary difference between our laser and a lot of others. but in addition to that, our beam is a little larger than a a little larger than a quarter, so you can cover a large area uh, in a relatively short period of time. It's not a pinpoint it's a it's a powerful laser and it has the ability to uh you can treat a knee in ten or fifteen minutes uh shoulders about the same uh, if someone has uh a um um uh what is it they can't move a shoulder i i a frozen I,
3: shoulder yeah you could
4: frozen shoulder you can begin to release that in 10 minutes. You'll have somebody touching their other ear. You know, in 10 minutes, they're going to need follow-up treatments, and they want to avoid the I'm fits, fixed syndrome, whereas, oh, I can move my arm. Oh, great, I'll go out and play tennis now. And, you know, I mean, we've had, had had people do that, and they go out and beat the person that they haven't been able to beat before, and then they come in in pain the next day. <laughs> I mean, That's to be anticipated. Know, A little. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, you... you When you have a condition where you have an injury or you have a chronic condition, the body needs time to repair. We're simply able to kickstart the tissue rebuilding process and help the body naturally heal itself. There is nothing unnatural about any of these things we're doing. The blood treatment, the phototherapy, uh, you know, the photodynamic therapy, using the laser with or without photodynamic substances. There is nothing more natural than light, and light heals. And if you can get the light to the tissues, you can stimulate tissue activity, you can stimulate cellular activity. But like you said, we use pulse rates, which will help heal a tendon, for example. And there, like you say, there's so many companies out there that said, oh, I've got this and I've got that, and this is super pulsed, and this is blah, blah, blah. We have continuous wave high power, you know, um, uh, laser therapy, not something that has a burst of energy for 200 billionths of a second. And um, there, there isn't anybody that we've had in at least 11 years of using this high powered laser that hasn't been satisfied with the results. I mean, it's amazingly effective. There's you know, we're frankly kinda surprised that, you know, it takes so long, it takes so much education to get people on board. But the device is fairly expensive. You know that. You've you've purchased them. I mean these are not cheap devices. And the utility,
3: Gene, the utility to these things is incredible. You've given it, well, I
4: mean, s- it, there's virtually nothing that it doesn't work on. Obviously, you can't use the high-power laser on the eyes. I mean, you can't stimulate collagen growth, but, you know, there are other wavelengths that, that use, and we have some things coming out for, you know, cosmetic facelift, basically. You sit in front of this bank of LEDs is really what it is for five minutes or so, two, three times a week, and in a month you'll see uh, uh, improvement in two months. You'll see dramatic results. So Um, so
3: there's a cosmetic benefit for those that are listening that are interested in this. You can actually benefit with the use of the laser and LEDs, correct?
4: Absolutely. You can use that. Basically what will happen is... You know, and that 's all over the internet. people talking about using light for cosmetic purposes. They have these little home units that aren 't worth a hill of beans, basically because they don 't have enough power you know to do the job but people buy them for three four five hundred dollars and use them and it doesn 't work and they throw it away and figure that the technology doesn 't work you know it 's simply that. You know, it takes a clinical-type device in a setting such as your office, you know, where you can have, you know, the proper intensities, you know, and the proper, um, um, basically, the, the proper supervision. You know, set it up. They come in. During lunch, they can come in, in 15 minutes they could be in and out uh, and, and get a treatment, do it two or three times a week, and, and, and in a month. And you can, you know, guarantee results because this works. And uh, y- you'll see improvement. You'll see dramatic improvement. Skin color will even out. You know, um, uh, redness. Uh, you know, the conditions that cause redness on the face will disappear. Acne and you know, and and, and sores you know, of that type will will vanish. The skin will be younger. It will actually be younger because you will stimulate collagen. You won't have to put you know poison around your eyes you know, to, to, you know, to, to numb the muscles. No painful injections. Muscles, it's just simple. Or you just, you, you fill it in. You don't use any little glass beads in, in these things, any little particles that you put into your body. God knows what the effects of these will be in 20 years. Whereas with light, the proper wavelength of light, you can actually heal and reverse aging. It's a fact.
3: Gene, tell me briefly uh, the power of, of these devices. What's what is the wattage compared to yours versus the ones that you see on the market?
4: Uh, we probably have about two thousand times the energy of the ones on the market. Without getting highly technical.
3: Okay, so the one that I use that I have is an eight watt one, correct? And now you're turning this into a twelve watt laser.
4: That's correct. Okay, yeah. So
3: what's the power of the ones that are on the market?
4: Ones like. Um, um, shall I stay away from brand names? or?
3: Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not picking anybody in particular, but I just want to know that really, if you're going to get a treatment and you really want to do energy medicine, you're going to need a really solid device. You're going to need something with good, which has got some science in the application of it, and it delivers the energy deep enough into the tissue to do the right job
4: right. You can't use 5 milliwatts. You can't use 10 milliwatts. You can't use 15 milliwatts. You got to use 5, 10, 15, you know, watts of energy, you know, and um, you have to apply it in a continuous motion. Uh, it, It feels warm. It feels comforting. It feels good. But the good thing about it is, is that it works. It gets deep. You cannot just... You know it 's like you, you, you if you, you, you touch somebody on the face, they can feel a touch, but if you whack them on the face they 're going to feel it and the point is you have to get these a lot of these injuries these conditions are deeper they 're you know uh, two, three, five you know ten you know centimeters into the body, and we can go that distance with this. we can go to bone you know with these things these things the light will actually go through the hand, you know the wrist, things like this you can measure. Uh, you know this um, uh, this intensity, but it's not dangerous. Some people say, "Oh, well, it's dangerous. You know, you can really hurt somebody." Sure, you can drive a car into a wall too. <laughs> but everybody gets trained. You know, everybody you know is instructed how to use this. There's nothing that you can do. The nice thing about the high powered laser is, if it's if it if it gets a little too warm, the patient's going to let you know. Exactly. You move the you move the center of the beam. You know, in in, a, in like a a gentle pattern, kind of like a slinky. Just move the center of the uh, the intensity, you know, off the spot, and you and you work the area. You're going to do a couple of things. Like I say, with non-healing wounds, you'll help these wounds heal faster. If neuropathy, you will resolve it. You will actually cause nerves to regrow. Nerves that are, you know, that are uh, involved in neuropathy are not dead. They're just dormant. They're sleeping. They're whatever you want to call them. They're not functioning properly. Gene, that gives you kind pre- of a lot
3: of different things to think about clinically. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back, because I want to hear some more detail of even, even strokes and maybe some of the things that you've been uh, familiar with as well. Let's take a quick break.
2: The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jürgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-powered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation or surgery and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring.
0: For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com.
2: You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host, Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have, 866-577-2473.
3: Welcome back, and we're speaking to Gene Barnett just before the break. Gene caught my curiosity when he mentioned nerve regeneration, and we've always been of the mindset that once the nerve is dead, it's not gonna come back, but here, Gene, you're talking about actually turning something back on again, and the cell is really just dormant, you're turning it back on again and revitalizing it. What is what is done in, let's say, something as significant as strokes?
4: Well, strokes are another animal. Um, you can certainly, we've done some work, um, nothing incredibly in-depth yet with the brain, but we have been able to measure increased Cerebral activity using the laser, uh, in this case on the corpus callosum, and we could see an incre- immediate increase in beta. Uh, I mean, boom, like you turn on a switch. So, um, you know, that is, you know, something I really can't uh, address that much. Uh, brainstem, we stimulate the brainstem, et cetera. We have done some work with the, uh, the new. Um, the new uh, device, the new blood treatment device that we have, um, similar to the one you have in your office, and we're doing this in the Caribbean. But one interesting thing is is that with a Parkinson's patient, um, he says after the fourth treatment, refers more balance, speaks more clearly, and is a, and has more ability to think. This is in the, in the, um, the, the recap here. So uh, we can do... Um, some amazing things with the central nervous system and, and, and brain and stroke injury. I believe that, you know, the, the jury's still out on, on how we can uh, uh, effectively treat that. It takes more time and money than we have right now. It does, but I was
3: just curious because you said you're penetrating bone. So if you're penetrating bone and you can get through bone, which, you know, frequencies can do that, you can find the right frequency that can really get deep into the tissue of the brain. Would that be correct? I mean, in theory.
4: Absolutely, and, and like I say, we've, we've demonstrated that, but we just don't have enough uh, information on that. I do have a, uh, uh, a doctor in um, the Pittsburgh area that's been using it with hyperbarics, and he's had amazing results using laser and hyperbarics, something that we call laser barracks, Um where we use a combination of the two uh, to resolve... Um, uh, uh, autism, um, uh, you know, uh, sh- stroke, you know, that sort of thing. Of course, you know that for stroke, you know, there's probably nothing better than immediate hyperbarics. Um, and um, this works hand in hand with that.
3: Well, Gene, you even have me thinking about stem cells and even uh, invigorating our own natural production of stem cells. Well, you can. That would be Ab-
4: interesting. Absolutely, you know, that's something that we have to spend more time doing. Right now, our approach is, right right now, we're spending some time, uh, our next uh, uh, mission is to uh, show that we can uh, uh, deactivate tropical viruses. Right, which
3: we'll we'll talk about that before we run into the viruses, because we talked about that earlier. What, um, the LED pads, so you've got a pad that has the same, you can do the same thing with that as you would with the laser, but it is what covers more surface area.
4: Absolutely. You're talking about something that's about 42 square inches, you know, and you can put that on the wrist, the knee, the back, the shoulders, you know, uh, you know up and down the spine, brainstem, etc. And um, we also use that now with uh, photodynamic substances. So we're able to treat pathogens in the body systemically throughout the body that's any pathogen that you know that exists because when we stimulate this photodynamic substance we release singlet oxygen in a cascade and you'd probably be better able to describe the effects of singlet oxygen you know on pathogens in the body than i am Uh, and uh, this you could put multiple pads on the body, take this photodynamic substance, either i v or orally, and get a photodynamic treatment with you know just laying on a on a uh, a treatment table. Um, uh, for a period Oops. of time, 20, uh, 25, 30, 45 minutes, uh, getting a... a treatment with photodynamic therapy. And, and the pads will do a similar thing uh, that the laser will do, but it's unattended therapy, and it's probably something that, you know, that could be more affordable for, you know, for people to use on a multiple basis.
3: Well, we've got a caller online that's actually calling in about stomach problems. So let's hear from our caller. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is Dr. Winkler. Hello there.
1: Stomach. Can you hear us? Uh yes, I can oh, hear you. you.
3: Okay, hi. This is Dr. Winkler. Welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I wanted to know if uh, the laser would help for excess stomach acid in the stomach.
3: Okay, so you're you're stating that you have problems with your stomach in terms of acid production or is it that you're not making yes. enough? Are you sh-
1: it too,
3: uh, too much. Too much. It's r- kind of a rare problem. Do you have reflux or stomach ulcers? What kind of problems are you having?
1: I don't have ulcers, but I do have reflux if I don't take that uh, medication.
3: Well, the the reflux is actually a result of lack of, of stomach acid, that your stomach's not making enough, and, you, and the food is actually fermenting in your stomach. Exactly. And the lack of digestion causes those gases to be made that actually caused the belching and, and putting up some of those stomach acids back up into your into your esophagus so these things so i would uh, i would ask uh gene you know what he's got frequencies probably that would help that gene do you have where with uh, leds laser that would actually help the digestive process
4: you know, I can't really address that accurately. Uh, it's a possibility, but I know that you have other tools in your arsenal that would be much better for acid reflux and and, and digestive uh, uh, problems. I would suggest, you know, the lady contact you, make an appointment, go in and see you, because I know you have substances, HCL and things like this. It can be very helpful, you know, for the digestive process. My wife has that. Um, The process, she does use the Theralumin, you know, that's been helpful, but I can't really say for sure, you know, that that would be an answer. Um, The laser, maybe, maybe not. I know we can stimulate, you know, overall activity in the body, but, you know, I would not want to mislead anyone by saying we can do this or that with stomach
3: Correct, and and to the the caller, there really is a digestive issue, which is really lack of stomach acid. And lack of production. I have
1: been taking uh, digestive enzymes and hydrochloric acid and the hydrochloric acid activator, but it doesn't seem to help much.
3: are you taking your other medicines with it
1: oh uh,
3: like pr- uh, what type of yeah. medicine do you take for your stomach
1: Well, well that um just a minute I can never remember how to pronounce that it's such a long word it's uh just a second uh, no, um, of, uh, resmo? okay, so you're talking about the commercial brand,
3: perlisec or Meprazole.
1: Meprazole, right.
3: That's The commercial name for that is is perlisec or Prilosec, depends how you pronounce it. But that's a medicine that actually stops the production of stomach acid, and it actually is a very long-acting medicine. So if we could be of help to you, I probably in this particular situation would suggest you come in and make an appointment so we could really help you with your stomach issue and give you some other, some other guidance on that.
1: Okay. <clears throat> okay. All right. Thank, you, Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye.
4: All right. Bye. Well, that was an interesting uh, uh situation there because with taking the Prilosec and doing the HCL and that, it's kind of like a piece of taffy pushing, pushing and pulling both ways.
3: Right. So she's sort of neutralizing her own stomach acid and, and the effect of that medication as well. But I'll yeah, we the can sort HCL the detail.
4: Is, HCL activator is good, but the Freilosec <laughs> it's, it's
3: not yeah. not what
4: you want to take.
3: Right, right. So that's why I said if she comes in, we can help her out a little bit.
4: So from, from a personal standpoint, I can tell you that you know my wife suffers from the same thing, and with enzymes and HCL and HCL activator and other things that you recommend, she's she's completely resolved. She had she had acid reflux like really badly every night, mm-hmm. and we jumped in and took care of it and she does a TheraLumen. I don't know if that helps in that or not, but I can tell you that she's much better and much happier. So there's, there's several new
3: devices that you're developing. I mean, we, we just briefly mentioned the LED pad, which is a way in which you can dispense the same type of energy and adjust the frequencies based on the problem. But the new devices that you're developing, the TheraLumen, explain a little more about that.
4: Are we talking about the oral device or are we talking That's, about the console well, device? Well, you've got two of them, so you've got the oral device, Well, the oral device is amazing. I mean, we've had um, uh, a lady in uh, Palm Harbor, Florida, who's using it for ulcerative colitis, and she got the colitis uh, right after the birth of her, her son five years ago. And so obviously we think there was some you know, infection, something that occurred that caused this condition. And, of course, ulcerative colitis is not a particularly pleasant condition to have. So when she would eat, things would go right through her. Within 12 hours of using the Theralumen and the um, liposomalized photoactive substance that we have, her symptoms abated she has normal bowel movement in the morning she doesn't have to live in the bathroom she has her life back she has more energy she's absorbing food she doesn't have all the problems she had and this is simply using the oral device and you know that's with the photoactivated substance So
3: it's kind Amazing. of a little interesting device because it's something you you put actually do you just strap it around the ears and then a little onto the chin and it's a little kind of curved device that goes onto the tongue correct
4: yeah, it's a curve to rise. Right now, we have it so you hold it in your hand. I mean, we used to have one that was like in a headset, but we don't have that anymore. We just have it so you hold it in your hand, and the and the uh, and the light pipes are are pure, uh, uh, pure, uh, um, actually melted and reformed crystal quartz. So, they have to be quartz because they have to transmit one of the wavelengths you know that 's primary there, and you can 't use any other material you can't use glass you can't use plastic you can't use anything you have to use quartz so um uh, uh, we use so, that, and it also has red laser in it, and these wavelengths stimulate n a d h Uh, We're basically stimulating the Krebs cycle, the healing cycle in the body, and we're also stimulating the, the photodegradation of the photodynamic substance. And with these two elements, in place, as well as the pulse rates that we use to go after pathogens. You have two protocols in it. One so is continuous wave. that gives you twice the energy. Another one has a series of five pulse rates, three minutes each. It's so a 15-minute timed protocol.
3: So it's a simple take-home device you can do on your own several times a day. Yes. Gene, and lightning This is a kind of interesting. I, that's one of the devices I don't have yet, but we'll talk more about that. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in two minutes.
2: Okay. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jürgen Winkler will return shortly.
0: If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com.
5: Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past, Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to QFMed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host, Dr. Jurgen Winkler.
2: Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have, 866-577-2473.
3: Welcome back. I hope you're enjoying our tour through the energy medicine of the 21st century. We have Gene Barnett here, who's a developer of a lot of these technologies at advancedlightdevices.com. That's his website. And uh, Gene, we were talking here before the break on this uh, Thermal Lumen device, so this is the one you have, one which goes under the tongue, but tell me the most innovative one that you're working on right now.
4: Well, that is pretty good. We have another one that actually treats the blood out of the body, similar to the device that you have in your office. Um, And we've been using that. We're actually starting a uh, a FDA-standard clinical trial um, overseas uh, to go after tropical diseases. Now, of course, I mean, I went to Africa twice and treated AIDS patients with machines that I made 15 years ago that I now consider toys, you know, and we had wonderful results with them. I mean, we would have amazing results with this new machine because it's a 10th-generation device. Um, and obviously we've gone farther, better, made it more effective as time went on. And we have our unique triple cuvette, which we call the trivette, which basically gives us 300% of the contact surface, 300% of the energy uh, uh, absorbed into the, the blood, and 300% contact time. So it's energy over time, you know, uh, Without blasting it with too much to laze the blood, we're able to deactivate these pathogens. So this is an amazing, amazing device, and we've even had good results with Parkinson's disease, like I said. Uh, flus. Uh, one treatment, it, uh, the flu's gone. I mean, instead of suffering from a flu for two or three weeks, you get one treatment in your office with the device that you have, they don't have a flu. Um, or
3: it never comes on, or it prevents the whole thing from even happening if you're exposed to it.
4: Well, preventative stuff is amazing. I mean, if you go back to you know using this technology, Charles University in Prague did a, a study with um, these um, uh, i'll punch it up here so I get the right, the right thing but these these were large rabbits okay and and these rabbits they injected with a fatal dose of uh, uh, staph aureus. oh. And and uh, let me see. Just punching C Z E. So they were treating them with then the ultraviolet light devices. They were treating them with the ultraviolet light device, and and what happened is they showed two things, that a couple of things, that pre-treating the animals, treat, pre-treating the animals, um, uh, even without any any post. In other words. They gave them a treatment with the ultraviolet light. They gave them a fatal dose of Staph, a, uh, Staph aureus. 50% of them lived. They gave a fatal dose to um, uh, the, the rabbits. Without any treatment, they all died. They gave a, a fatal dose to the rabbits doing a treatment both before and after the fatal dose. They had a 100% survival rate. So this showed that you could use this phototherapy as a preventative for disease. It, it emboldens the immune system. It gets rid of things that are operating in your system that haven't surfaced yet that, you know, that, that are working to uh, gain control or wh- however you would, you know. Uh, uh, Gene, you've you know. always been right. You have always
3: tell me I underutilize the machines in my office and I should probably, like, live on them <laughs> all day long. <laughs> um, There's so much information. This is why I enjoy talking to you, and you bring so much more to uh, to clinical medicine. Even though you know, I know you're not a practitioner, but you just you just know you've been through studies. You're creating studies. You're working on new things and new devices. And you're just literally um, to me in my mind. I think what you're doing is in the forefront of literally the future of medicine and bringing also these technologies into everyday practice. I mean, you, I know you're building the Hematron device, for, which is that really sophisticated uh, three-lumen device. It requires three lumens, full-spectrum light, ultraviolet light, the laser technology, LEDs. Uh, so, Gene, I, I'm afraid to ask you, what else, <laughs> what else is coming across your desk, and what other things are you developing?
4: Well, uh, do you really want to know?
3: <laughs> I do, but it probably in, in, a, in a small dosage that I can handle it.
4: Well, we're developing a, a multi-wavelength intravenous fiber optic device, which we're going to be able to use without withdrawing the blood. But we're going to um, we're also uh, using um, a a charged coil with um, rare earth minerals in it, and we're we're actually coating the light. In this, which is could seem to be voodoo to people, but that's okay. We don't care. Um, It's going to work amazingly well. And what we'll be able to do is do a insert a fiber optic into the vein and and treat the blood for people that it hard to draw blood out of, and for areas of the world where medical supplies are in short uh, short supplies, such as uh, Africa. And that's. Going backwards here, that's the reason why I developed the Theralumen, the, the oral device, because in Africa and places where we went to to do treatments to treat AIDS patients, there were no supplies. I mean, they don't even have a, a thermometer in some of these hospitals. Yes. And um, so we can come in with a device, a little saline and, and a fiber optic uh, uh, catheter, and do a treatment. And it doesn't matter whether they have dengue, yellow fever, AIDS, uh, you know, uh, Ebola, uh, uh, any one of a number of diseases, or if they have them all at the same time, you know, malaria, tuberculosis, et cetera. We've treated all these, all these patients, and, and, and myself and, and probably Dr. Rowan are the only two people that I know alive today that have gone over to Africa, you know, to actually treat these heinous diseases. And, uh, of course, I didn't treat them. I instructed the nurses and the doctors as as to what to do because I'm not too good sticking people with a needle. But um, there's that device. We're making another uh, further developed there, Lumen, as time goes on. But right now we're really hanging our hat on the new device. It's modeled after the hematron that you have in your office. We have eight primary wavelengths in it, and we've got... Remarkable results every time we 've used it, so uh, we know we 're on the right track we 're going to go after the uh, the tropical diseases for now because it 's outside of the, um, the purview of the uh, uh of the u s um, and it 's something that is in in real real need in parts of the world where people don't have a lot of money or access to medicines. I mean, imagine being a, a doctor in one of these little towns in the middle of nowhere in some third, fourth, fifth world country. They have nothing to work with, and they have the variety of these deadly diseases. The beautiful thing about the therapies that you utilize and the tools that we make you know, are that this... Treatment is nonspecific. it 's wide spectrum they have what they call wide spectrum antibiotics okay that 's great you know for certain uh, uh, you know bacterial diseases, but modern medicine really has nothing for virus. you know Tamiflu is uh, you know I mean, give me a break here Tamiflu is not going to do anything for these things, but furthermore, if you want to take this thing to to the end game, what this therapy is is a first line of defense for what we call eid's emerging infectious diseases diseases that don't have a name that all of a sudden they they rear their head up they start to take people out etc you come in and you use this technology that we have to treat them you save the people you, you you stop the disease from taking over and killing half the people on the planet like the plague did back back in the the middle ages and then you figure out what the disease was it doesn't matter you know at that time because you're not going to hurt the patient but you are going to kill the 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 pathogen well
3: that's the whole point of these things we're just about coming to a close here the uh, the devices you know in medicine we talk about first do no harm and that's what these devices are really good for we're not harming do anybody harm. we're safely using these devices And there's no huge, you know, ten-page disclaimer about all the potential side effects you can get with these things. There just aren't any. And using them, there's there's clearly benefit to them. You're not harming somebody. You're taking care of infections. You're actually revitalizing people. That's what I do when I get when I take a treatment. I actually feel better for the next week or so. So exactly, and and you know,
4: this type of technology is in wide use in Germany. It's in wide use in Russia. You know, it's it's. Frankly, it's, it's used quite a bit in the United States, as you know,
3: you know, and, and it's, in, it's, it's really growing. I mean, we've got a number of, of medical organizations that are bringing this to the forefront as well. Well, I hope the listeners have really enjoyed getting a little bit of a taste of uh, energy medicine in the 21st century. Gene, thank you so much for taking the time to, to give us a, uh, some insights into the uh, science behind what you're doing, the studies and the proof behind what you're doing, and also the types of, of technology you've developed. Thank you, Dr.. Gene, thanks so much.
4: You're welcome. It's All been right. great. Thanks. Thanks.
2: thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to 1 for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.
0: The Functional Health Forum on KPRZ is sponsored by the
2: Cancer Call Center.